0: Hey, what is going on, guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here, bring the Monday night showdown slate between the Rams and the Bears. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports daily fantasy sports slates. Um, I do want to say thank you guys again for all the support. It is greatly appreciated on the videos and the live streams as well as on Twitter um if you, you i guess the easiest way to support me since all the content is free is just leave a like button on the video subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and hit the notification bell so you know when i upload videos you know when i go live i will be live streaming for this one 30 minutes before lock going over everything answering any questions you guys have um also if you guys cannot watch youtube videos uh, i do upload an apple podcast the link is in the description below which is the dk dfs show but with that out of the way let's jump in the video so before we talk about players, the prices, um, real quick, uh, let's go over, uh, my lineup here from, it was Thursday night show on slate. Um, and I, I went a little bit contrarian here. I never played the, these showdown slates, you know, big. I, I usually take them pretty light unless I, I feel like there's a big edge. So I only entered the, the big, what was the 10 or $15 tournament? I think it was, yeah, the $10 tournament. Um, I finished, you know, pretty well. I think it was in the top 10,000 out of what, like 188,000. So it was, it was pretty solid. I had Evan Ingram in the captain to get a little bit contrarian. That one drop there at the end was uh, was a little bit tilting at the end of the game, um, Pairing to him with Winston and Jones. I like both quarterbacks. I mean, most of the time, I try to get both quarterbacks into my lineup just because the floor is so high, unless I think it's going to be like a super ugly game. I want Golden Tate uh, to get a little bit different uh, at his price, Richard Rodgers and Greg Ward. So this was definitely not a safe lineup, but I definitely got it a little bit conturing, but it ended up working out for me. Um, so that was a look back, and then if you guys uh watch the live stream today, uh, you probably did really well. Uh, I gave you guys my cash core for the main slate, that being, I actually gave a lot, all but three spots. Normally, I don't do that, but I gave you guys Kamara, Giovanni Bernard, Jamal Williams, sure, right, all were, were pretty popular, and then Devontae Adams, who went crazy, Keenan Allen, and, and the Redskins defense. So. I don't want to toot my horn too much because all those guys were really, really popular. Um, I know I didn't go that way myself. Again, I'll talk about it more. I guess in the first look for Week Eight, we'll go over my main slate lineup. But I have the the Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Tyler Lockett stack, which is going really well right now at halftime. So I'm excited to go watch the second half of that. Um, and yeah, since I, I you know I didn't make a video for for this. Uh, for the Sunday night uh, showdown, but if you guys ever have questions, like, you can hit me up on Twitter. I I will give you guys, you know, where I'm going and what I like. If someone asked, you know, what's your insights, I said, you know, I want to jam in Kyler, Hopkins, Wilson, and Lockett, and, you know, I took a shot. The guy that I took a shot at captain was uh, Chase Edmonds uh, to kind of make that work. So, um, yeah, again, if I do not make a video for some reason, you guys can always hit me up on Twitter. I'm very, very happy to, to get back to you guys, but let's talk about this slate now. So, And we have a Millionaire Maker, too. A Millionaire Maker first, um, that was kind of out of the blue. I did not expect that, but always exciting. And, uh, you know, if you're going to try to take it down solo, obviously you're going to have to get different somehow. Uh, yeah, Bears-Rams is a 44.5 over-under. The Rams are six-point favorites here in this one. So before, yeah, before we talk about players' prices, let's take a look at the snap counts here for, for the teams for the last game. So Dave Montgomery is, right now, the true workhorse back for Chicago. Playing 80, he played 85% of snaps last game. He's doing a ton of work through the air um, with no Tariq Cohen. He has a really, really high floor at the moment. Sure, he's not doing a ton on the ground, but he doesn't necessarily need to because of the receiving work. Wide receiver situation here for Chicago. Um, you know, Al Robinson is going to play majority of the game. He played 88% of the snaps last game. You know, Mooney Miller kind of been fighting for that number two spot. It's Ben Mooney uh, the last few games playing a little bit more. They actually played the same last game, 67% for both. And both are at cheap price points. Uh, I do like both on this slate. Again, we'll get to them. Patterson played 18% of the snaps. He actually is technically the back running back for, um, for Chicago. You know, he will line up at running back a bit. Um, and then Javon Wims played 20% of the snaps as well. He is at the flat min, so $200 if you want to take the risk. I don't think it's the worst idea. Uh, tight end situation for Chicago. Jimmy Graham's, you know, been playing pretty well this year, surprisingly. He's he's getting playing a majority of the game. Played 68% of the snaps last game. Uh, Harrison Kempt, Kempt, I believe that's us say pronounce his name, uh, will play, you know, 36% and 35% of the snaps there the last game, so... I'll talk about both those guys, but nothing really more than than dart throws uh, there for for those two backup tight ends for Chicago. As far as the Rams, so this is a headache situation and just something you you just can't trust McVay. Um, Henderson played 53% snaps. Brown played 45% snaps. Cam Akers played one snap, 2%. And they said last game, too, that they were going to incorporate Akers even more uh, and that the previous game, he had nine carries for 60 yards. So really hard to trust this Rams running back situation. It's on this slate, like I kind of want to stay away. If I'm going to take a shot, it's going to be on someone cheap. I mean, we'll talk about that with the prices, but it's really hard to trust the Rams running back situation. Wide receiver situation is a little bit more safe, right? We have Cup, Woods, Reynolds playing majority of the game. Um, I, I feel you can feel pretty comfortable with all three. Reynolds is really cheap, so we'll talk about uh, all those receivers. Tight end situation: Higby's status is up in the air right now. If he does play, I think he, he does play majority of the game. Played seventy five percent of the snaps last game. Everett played fifty percent. So if Higby's out, we can definitely look to Everett. Um, now drafting's did a little bit uh, a pretty good job pricing Everett up. He's not like at a huge discount. But all right, let's talk about the players and the prices now. So we'll start at the top and Jared Goff at ten four. So neither quarterback is like. Super exciting on this slate to be honest against a lower total uh game, 44 and a half, two pretty solid defenses. Neither quarterback really has rushing upside. So you know, are they must-plays in this slate? No. But if you're playing if you're playing for safety, again, if you're playing cash game setting on the showdown sites, you probably try to get both quarterbacks in there and probably got David Montgomery since he's a workhorse back for Chicago. That's you know how I would start my lineup if I was just playing for safety and uh, you know, in 50-50s, head-to-head, stuff like that. I would play both quarterbacks. I would probably play Dave Montgomery. Now, um, yeah, Goff's price is at ten-four. It's not bad, but it's not, like, great either. Um, so, yeah, it's just, like, the quarterbacks, again, they have the highest four, so um, I'm fine if you land a Goff. Foles at 9-8 is, is fine, too. Uh, again, neither quarterback stands out as an amazing play. So, in a GPP lineup, I don't think you have to play both. You can definitely fade one quarterback here. I think it's possible, especially more to a set like this where it's, Project to be a little bit uglier game, two pretty good defenses, right? So, um, I probably still would get one quarterback in there in GPP lineups, but I don't necessarily think you have to play both quarterbacks, honestly, in GPPs. Again, in cash games, I would. In GPPs, it's not a necessity. Um, and who do I prefer with the quarterbacks with Goff versus Foles? I I feel like Goff's going to be a little bit more popular just because he's had bigger games so far. So, so give me, uh, Give me fools, but that's not really a strong take. And that's more just ownership for GPPs, right? Uh, now, with Allen Robinson at 10K, uh, he's a guy I feel pretty comfortable with. Uh, he's gonna The targets will be there uh, 9, 9, 13, 10, 16, and 9 targets. Um, you know, 10K is a fair price point for him. He's a guy that, that definitely can, can break the slate. Um, and if again, if you're building GPP lineups, a wide receiver or running back is in the captain about 75% of the time in the winning lineup. So Al Robinson is definitely a guy I'm considering at, at this price point. Uh, just the floor is really high with him and the ceiling was also really high. So gotta like Al Robinson there, even at, you know, 10 K the two Rams receivers with cup and woods. It's always kind of tough to differentiate these guys. They're, they're very similar, you know, with you know, workload, you know, targets, right? I personally usually give the edge to Cup playing out of slot over Woods, but this is almost a coin flip you're going to make me pick. Both are going to play majority of the game, The the targets will be there for both of them, right? Woods last four games, six, seven, five, and 10 targets. Cooper Cup, uh, 10, 7, 8, and 9, right? So you look at them on paper, they're, they're very, very similar players, um, and they're almost identical price points, if you're going to make him pick, give me Cup. Uh, he did have the bad game last game. Maybe that, that lowers the ownership a little bit. Uh, but I like him slightly better out of the slot than Woods. But it, it's almost a coin flip there for me for both the two Rams receivers. Uh, Dave Montgomery, I like at 8-4. I feel like he's a really, really safe play. I know he's not done a ton on the ground, averaging about, what, three yards a carry. Uh, but it's just there's the receiving down work, Right. Uh, six, eight, and five targets the last three games with no treat Cohen, and he's just playing like the majority of the game, so kind of game flow independent right now for David Montgomery. Now, for the last couple years with him, it's just been, you don't really want to target him because, you know, they have Cohen for third down backs, and if you think that they fall behind, they kind of phase him out, well, the, he's playing, again, the, basically the entire game, so I think David Montgomery is a very, very safe play at that price. Henderson is the most expensive running back here for the Rams. I just I don't feel good about it. Uh, it just feels too pricey for a guy that they have two other running backs, and we just we don't know what what the share is going to be, right? I think Cam makers probably gets more work this game, but you just don't know. They have Malcolm Brown as well, so it's it's just a situation that it's almost a guessing game. And do I want to pay 8.2k for a guy that could get limited, right? If Cam Akers is playing well, Malcolm Brown's playing well, they will limit Henderson. So. I just, I don't feel good about it uh, at this price. I feel much more comfortable going to a guy like Montgomery, who is the true workhorse back, than Henderson, who's the Rams have two other backs. So that's my thoughts there on Henderson. I'm not going to go to him on this one. The tight end situation, Graham, I know he's been playing well, but 7-2, it just feels a little bit too much. Um, Now, that doesn't mean he's out of play. I think he is over, like, I think he's a bit overpriced, but Again, the ownership probably will be lower. Um, he's a guy they've been looking to in the red zone. The targets have been pretty consistent with him too: ten, five, five, and eight. So, I don't hate Jimmy Graham. I just think he's slightly overpriced on the slate. Uh, but it's again, he's been playing well. If you want to, you know, continue to ride his hot streak with Jimmy Graham, uh, I don't hate it. I just think you know the price is a little bit, a little bit too much. You know, Higby, and we got to keep an eye on this. He's currently less as questionable dealing with that hand, that hand injury. He's expected to play. If he does play, it's just like, yeah, I'm probably not going to go there. Um, besides what I think week one, he had the big week, or or it was week two, we had five catches and three touchdowns. Uh, but besides that, you know, two, three, two, three catches, they have Everett, too, that they will utilize as the other tight end. I'm not overly excited about the price on Higby. The two defenses, so I just wish they were cheaper like five, six, and five, two for defense, it just feels a little bit too much. Um, this definitely is a game, I feel like, the defenses look better because it's a lower over under, right, and both defenses are pretty good with the Bears and the Rams, but I just, I don't want to pay 5-6 or 5-2 for a defense, uh, for single entry at least. If you're making a lot of laps, sure, you can throw the defenses in your player pool, but if you're a guy playing short site single entry, I just, I can't recommend either defense at this price, There's too pricey. Now, Gerald Everett's at 4-8. Um, I think he's okay if Higby plays. If Higby misses, that is a, a pretty big boost. Like, I think he would play a majority of the game. He's a decent pass-catching tight end, too. So he is. this is kind of dependent on if Higby plays. If Higby does play, I'm just like, nah, Everett's probably a little bit overpriced. If Higby misses, I think Everett looks like a pretty decent play at this price. Now, the two other receivers here for the Bears, in my opinion, I think they look like nice plays. Mooney's at 4-4, um, and we have, uh, where is he? Uh, Anthony Miller at at 2.2k. Both played 67% of the snaps the last game. Um, You know, the the, the two games before that, Mooney's been out snapping Miller a bit, but now we get the discount, right? Anthony Miller is now $2,000 less than Mooney, or more than $2,000 less, so it's a tough one. I do like both. If you're going to make me pick, I'll I'll take the discount on Miller, um, just because I think they do get similar work, and he's what uh, more than two thousand uh, dollars? You know, cheaper than Mooney, but I think both are in play. Um, you know, both aren't probably going to break the slate, but I think they make for nice value plays uh, on this slate. So Mooney and uh, Anthony Miller, two guys I'm looking to for value for sure. The kickers are definitely viable, right? I always talk about it. Floor about five, 15, ceiling ish. So with both of four K, or what? Santos is at three uh, eight. Rams kickers at four K. Yeah, they're fine. Right, if you want to go there, that's that's perfectly okay with me. Um, I think you can, you can go to to use a kicker in in a, in a GPP lineup, right? Because they do have some upside, and this is a game that could get ugly. Maybe they rely on the kicker a little bit more. So yeah, you can definitely include the kickers in the player pool. I never have a strong take, but both are, are definitely viable here. Um, Malcolm Brown at three four, it just it's so hard to, to try to try to to guess what the Rams are going to do with the running backs. Again, they have Cam Akers, too. I think he does get more work this game, but how much more is in question? It just, I don't know. It's just I put my hands in the air, right? Um, Brown's in play at 3-4. He doesn't have to do a whole lot to get you there. Uh, he's been a guy they've been targeting uh, a bit. You know, the pa- passing game, six, two, and four targets the last three games is good to see. So, yeah amazing play at this price, but it's just, again, hard to trust the Rams and the running backs. Now, Reynolds at 2.8 is, I think, a pretty nice value play here, right? If we go over to uh, the Rams receivers, he played 83% of the game. So, sure, he probably doesn't have as much upside as Cup and Woods, but you know, the discount is, what, like $8,000 or whatever is like $6,000 difference off of those guys? So, I do like Reynolds for, for cheap play as well. I think the value plays look pretty good. Are you know, the other receivers, the two other receivers for Bears, right, in Mooney and Anthony Miller, uh, and then Josh Reynolds for the Rams, that's, they look pretty, pretty good value, uh, in my opinion. Um, Below that, it gets to kind of dart throws here, we have Cole Kemp, I think that's how you pronounce his name, did have two catches uh, and a touchdown last game, but nothing I can really recommend with confidence, you know, backing up Jimmy Graham, they have him, and they have um, Harris as well, so, yeah, you can include him in the player pool, but nothing I can really again recommend a confidence. We have Harris as well here, Demetrius Harris at uh four hundred dollars. He has had three, two, one, and three. targets. He's been targeted like a decent amount here. He's almost the flat man. Like yeah, again, you can you can consider him for sure. Cordell Patterson's at one four. He will get you know maybe a couple carries. Uh, he's a guy that they can target two as a receiver. But not going to play a whole lot. Again, you can include him in the player pool because he will get some work. About you know twenty percent of snaps, I would say. Cam Akers is the big question mark here because uh, okay, so this was two games ago. He had nine carries for sixty-one yards, and this is the message, right? Akers, uh, blah blah blah, is slated for more work in Week Six uh, after a nice performance. And well, he had one one snap. So that is why I say it's it's impossible to try to trust McVay and what he's going to do in this running back situation. You can consider Akers at 1K. He does not have to do a lot to get you there. It's just, what is his workload going to be? After one snap the last game, it, you're not going to feel good about it, but I think he, he could get more here. So you can consider Akers as well, but uh, it's kind of uneasy. And, and that's about it. Like uh, Jefferson will play a little bit for the Rams. He did, I think, only play 5% of the snaps last game, but previous games he played a little bit more. Um, again, $800, he doesn't have to do a whole lot, but uh, not really something I'm confident with either. And I think that... Oh, I do want to talk about Wims, too, I guess. He's at the flat min. Um, he played uh, 20% snaps. You can consider him, too. Uh, $200, he is the flat min. But that's it for the player-by-player player breakdown. So, uh, again, for cash games, guys, I think this is where you would go. Uh, I think I would play both quarterbacks with, with Goff and Foles and probably Montgomery um, and then, you know, you can probably try to get to, I'll probably try to get one of those top receivers as well of Robinson, Coop, uh, <laughs> Robinson, Cup, and Woods in there. So that's how I would start like a cash game lineup for GPPs. Again, like 75% of the time, it's a running back or wide receiver in the captain spot in the winning lineup. So guys, you can consider obviously the top wide receivers, right? Robinson has enormous upside, both cook uh, both Cooper Cup and Woods do as well um, I do like Montgomery. He's the running back I feel the most comfortable with on this slate because of you know the workload and he's getting a lot of uh, you know uh, usage through the air. And then the cheap wide receivers. I think you can consider guys like Mooney. I think you can consider a guy like Reynolds. Uh, and Even Anthony Miller, right? They don't have to do a whole lot to get you there. And let's just say we use Anthony Miller in the captain, right? That's nine point three K remaining. You can get basically whoever else you want into your lineup. So if you feel, I always go over this, but if you feel pretty comfortable with a value play use it in the captain, because then you can just jam in whoever else you want in the lineup. Um, so that's always viable strategy. We I will talk about more roster builds, uh, you know, cash EPP in the live stream, go over that. So that's why it is important to check out the live stream, guys. But, uh, and again, I will be live 30 minutes before lock uh, on my YouTube channel. Uh, but thanks, Dan, guys. Uh, I hope you have a good day. Uh, and I will see you guys all tomorrow uh, in the live stream.